Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the NS9 postgame show. I'm your host, Anthony DiNardo. With me, we got the news breaking Jim Rosati. How's it going, Jim? We finally won a game. Finally won a game. I need, I, I feel like I need streamers, something. It looked like it was about to be 11 in a row tonight, and the Pirates come through in the ninth inning with the victory in Miami. They win a three to one ball game. Yeah, I, I rejoice. What a ninth inning. Like Josh Palacios. What a start. What a start to the inning. He provides the spark plug. And then uh the rest of the offense finally comes alive. Uh against a, a pretty tough closer in AJ Puck. So yeah, a fun game. Luis Ortiz dominant start. Palacios getting it done in the ninth. Henry Davis, another just excellent game all around from him. Bucks are back, baby. <laughs> They're back. They're going to win it all. Catch, catch that bucko fever again. <sighs> yeah, I'm not there yet. I'm nowhere, nowhere near there yet. But it was a good victory. It was, a, I mean, it actually wasn't. It was, it was nice to get the victory. It was still a pretty bad game until the ninth inning. And we'll talk about, and I don't want to harp too much on it because there's been 10 straight games of just complete negativity. Yeah, it's all positive today. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll maybe we'll try to get there, but uh, it was it was kind of rough. So I don't know. Where do you want to start? Do we just want to talk about the ninth inning and then just kind of talk the rest? Yeah, that ninth inning, let's talk about it. All right. I said Josh so. Palacios, um, pinch hits, leads off the inning, pinch hitting for Austin Hedges. Shelton. Hey, we've, we've been bashing Shelton for quite some time now. Time to give Shelton a little bit of credit. He went with the lefty against the lefty closer. Now, he was pinch hitting for Austin Hedges. So anybody with a pulse, you know, you're, you're fine in that situation. But he, uh, yeah, he brings in Palacios against Puck. Palacios with the leadoff single. Hayes gets out. But um, Kutch gets a base hit. Double steal, Connor that Joe. Was, that was Con Connor Joe hits in Palacios on the contact play. Carlos Santana smacks one right up the middle to give the Pirates a lead. The Pirates' first hit with runners in scoring position in six games. <laughs> they finally got a hit, um, and it was the it was the um, it was the hit to take the lead there in the ninth. Um, and then, like I said, Santana gets a hit. Davis gets his second hit of the game. Marcano then, another move from Shelton, pinch hitting for Castro. Marcano, another RBI single to add on. So, as I said, we've been bashing Shelton for quite some time now, but he pulled some really good strings there in the ninth inning. Yes, he did. And then also, I mean, the big thing on top of it is the strings that he pulled. Those players performed and came through. You know, and I guess like on the same sense, you know, we you can bash Shelton for moves and stuff, but the players don't perform. Can't really put on Shelton, right? A whole lot. And the same sense, he made some things happen, but the players came through today and also made him look good by doing it. So, kudos on the Pirates for the one inning of showing up today, uh, which is really what mattered. Uh, you know, I guess also, and I don't know if we want to go straight to there, but what helped them do that? Because again, the offense was was bad. It was it was bad. For eight innings and it was there for one which it mattered but if Luis Ortiz didn't pitch the way he pitched for eight of those innings 
they're not even in the game to possibly do that. Yeah, Luis Ortiz was outstanding. Um, he was efficient, eight innings. You know, I was kind of joking, like he's going to get complete game loss, right? Um, he was he was in line for the complete game loss, uh, but until the Pirates took the lead there in the ninth. But yeah, just, I, I mean, that might be, is that Luis Ortiz's best start of his career? I think you can argue it. I, I could probably argue he's he looked more electric last year, but this the efficiency, him going eight was huge. It was huge yes. for multiple reasons, right? Obviously, he went eight strong, but we know how depleted the bullpen is. We talked about you know this last series against the Cubs, how important it was for the starters to go six because of the bullpen. Any starter that gives you eight innings right now is a huge W. So he was able to not only just give eight innings, but eight very quality one-run game innings. So I think what was needed for today, you could argue this was the you know his best start. Yeah, I mean, because because I mean Matthew nails it here. Like the bullpen right now, I don't trust anybody out there except for David except Bednar. For so the fact that, that we didn't have to use anybody except for David Bednar, huge, huge outing from Ortiz. Yeah, the Pirates don't have a chance in the ninth inning there if it's not for him. Right. So huge, huge Fully start. Uh, I mean, and you now look at his season numbers and you know his ERA now down to three seven four. He was a guy who we were kind of a little concerned about maybe a month ago, and you could argue now he's second best pitcher on the staff. Well. That also kind of goes into your yeah. is is Henry Davis the second best hitter on the club because actually I'm it's it's more to the fact that you know everyone else is pretty abysmal but yes Ortiz is certainly pitching more effectively and better um, but I, not to harp too much on this sense but again it just goes to our whole point when people are so afraid of guys going to the majors because they won't produce most don't this is part of the learning curve. So if he was here maybe earlier, this type of performances would be happening earlier. Again, not to go too deep in that, but yes, I mean, you understand like the first few times he didn't look sharp, whatever, but he's been progressively looking better. And like you said, today is probably his best one. And hopefully next start is even better or at least is good and such. But, uh, but absolutely, you know, like, well, yeah, maybe not better, but hard to be better it is. than this. I mean, if it is an awesome, yeah. Right. But like, you're hoping like this is the path, you know, this is why he was a talented player. There was hype for him in the you know, off season and such. And, you know, here we are. Huge performance. And not that the Marlins, you know, offense is brutal. I guess um, I mean that well, both ways. I mean, it's not a bad offense, but it's not like it's not like a great offense, right? But there is a guy who's batting four hundred on the say they've, they've got someone <laughs> batting four oh two. You got Solaire slugging five thirty. Like it's not a it's not a bad lineup. Yeah, no. So, you know, like he did it against a somewhat decent lineup too. Mm-hmm. So uh at home. But yeah, huge, huge props to Luis Ortiz. Pitched very effectively, very efficiently. I mean, just it's exactly what this club needed. Yeah, I mean, sinker heavy, slider heavy today. Um, through through 12 changeups too, just a really solid pitch mix. That was kind of everybody was harping on him at the beginning of the year about how he needs more than two pitches. He needs more than two pitches. Well, he's a four-pitch guy now. Like he's he's got four pitches that he uses over 10% of the time. 
And uh, we, we've seen him mixing in that changeup a lot more. We've seen him, you know, with this new sinker. And, yeah, the stuff isn't what we saw last September, like from like a velocity standpoint. But you can't really argue with the results. I mean, after today, like again, like you look at his season stat line and it's it's good. Absolutely. Can we touch maybe just a little bit on that too? The fact of like you said the third, but now, now mind you, I know he was working on the two seamer and you can argue it's still fastball, fastball, whatever. You need something more off speed or whatnot. Could we talk about the development of the changeup? Because I think that's like, that's a story that's not really being told or talked about too much. I mean, he has been using that changeup more and more uh, on the season. And it's been also looking more and more like a quality pitch. So for all those that were worried, I'm feeling a little bit better about that too. Like, it, it, you know, he is using the changeup much more. And again, it's, it's actually, especially like the last start too, and even tonight, like it's looking like a pretty quality pitch. So again, the development of Luis Ortiz is, is kind of a big story right now. Yeah. Um, the, the changeup, I mean, I, I can even say I saw, I saw Luis Ortiz's second AAA start this year. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see this many changeups. So like this is something that like he he was obviously working on it, but when I saw him, he was mostly just fastball slider, uh, and right. that was early that was early April, and so you've now seen him get called up and and yeah he's he's mixing that change up in quite a bit on the year fourteen point four percent yeah and today today was around twelve percent yep so yeah he, he's Last year it was five, five percent changeup. So he's uh, yeah, he's up like that changeup usage. Yeah, As your he's fourth up the pitch. Up. Yeah, he's up the changeup. He's up the sinker. Uh, slider is still being thrown the most out of any pitch. But yeah, I mean he's uh, he's putting together a nice little season so far. Very much, very much so. All right, so. Um, I guess again, just to go, we talk about Luis Ortiz, his star. I mean, David Bednar comes in, I guess just to kind of put out there, obviously I'm not going to say there was worry, but like Bednar has not been used in like his actual role because the pirates have been terrible and he hasn't been there. So he's been used as in like getting some time out there and pitching and such. It hasn't looked sharp, but there's a lot of saying too. a lot of people like, you know, with the closer role, the mentality, like when they're not using that position, We've seen it plenty of times in baseball, right? Like the closer going out there in an on-save situation doesn't look good. David Bednar has not looked as crisp as before. So I don't know. I guess for those who may have been worrying or wondering, he comes in today in the actual save situation, complete shutdown mode. Like there's nothing to worry about with David Bednar if you had any worries. No, no one should have been worried about David Bednar. Um, He still only gave up one. I mean, he's pitched. This was his eighth outing of the month he's only given up a run in one of them david bednar is david bednar he's still david bednar and yeah today he got the job done um luckily the offense was able to like kind of get that extra insurance run to make things a little bit more low stress but uh yeah just really good stuff from bednar i don't know it's he's just become so good and so automatic that like kenny said like Worrying about David Bednar is a waste of time. I don't know how many times we can just come on here and you know after David Bednar shuts down a game and just say he was David Bednar. Like, looked great. 
as right. as usual. Yep. Nothing to worry about here. <laughs> no. Here's your upcoming all-star, most likely, because, well, who else is really deserving of it? But, uh, yeah. yeah, so good pitching performance in Miami tonight. Uh, if you want to go ahead and just pivot to the whole rest of the offense here. Uh, again, not let's so hard. Just, we want to make this positive. No, let's let's talk about Henry Davis. Okay. I mean, I mean, let's talk about Henry Davis. Like, we finally have a win to talk about Henry Davis. Before, like last night, he hit his first home run, but it was still kind of ruined with that eighth inning. But he uh, he gets the single today, um, and then in the eighth inning, I think this is kind of the part where Pirates fans got like their first full screen difference. <laughs> Pirates fans got like their first like real glimpse at like ultra competitive Henry Davis tonight. And it was in that eighth inning, just an unbelievable at bat that he puts together against Jesus Lozardo works a full count, draws a walk, leads off the inning with a walk, knocks Lozardo out of the game. And he's just like, is fired up fired up yelling at the bench telling them hey like I, I did my part now hit me in and then right after that he steals second gets his first career stolen base unfortunately the pirates don't hit him in uh castro gonzalez bay don't get the job done but um in the ninth inning i don't like i mean who knows if that carried over ninth inning team comes in comes out fired up palacios gets a hit um, Davis adds to the barrage of hits in that ninth inning, his first multi-hit game of his career, first of many to come. Last night, some guy on Twitter said that we should send down Henry Davis because he hadn't made an adjustment. And I just almost I just almost died of laughter because then he homered in the very next at bat. Um, he faced a really good pitcher tonight, made him work, succeeded. Like Henry Davis right now, is the best hitter on this team. Uh, and in that eighth inning, you finally saw somebody who just like had a pulse. No one has shown a pulse on this offense for so long. And we finally saw it there. Um, just Pirates fans are going to love this guy. If you don't love him already, like they're going to love him. I, it's I don't have to sell him to you guys anymore. Like I've been selling you all Henry Davis now for a couple of years. I feel like I don't have to sell him to you anymore. Um, you're going to love him. He just, he plays, he plays baseball the way you, you want to, you want him to see it. So you can come back on screen. Denardo. You good now? You good? Yeah, we're good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I oh, Hey, I can't say it any better than that, but you're absolutely correct. You know, everything that you're seeing out of Henry Davis so far is literally everything that you want to see. And he's doing around. And, like, again, just seeing, like, the emotion, the fire, the desire to win. Like, I already sense all of that. Like, I already sense his leadership on this club. And he's the rookie. <laughs> so, you like to see that. You like to see his approach to the plate. He's walking. He's getting hit. You don't want to see that too much. But he's getting on base. Uh, you see the power. You see the speed as – well, he's not really a catcher now, I guess. He's a right fielder. But, like, you see the speed. He's got a stolen base tonight, too. Like, everything about his game so far is everything that you want to see. And to go back to the point, and I know you're going to love this, but, like, the most overrated prospect in baseball, Henry Davis, that's not what he looks like. It's certainly not small sample. I get it. 
but that's not what he looks like right now. Whatever gen- general manager said that, whatever quote, that's probably the general manager who runs that stupid MLB executive burner account. Idiot. He's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you mentioned the approach. Like the, the approach is not the approach that you would anticipate seeing from a guy in his first major league week. Like he is putting right. together very good at bats. Like he's like, he's been like he, like, he looks like Andrew McCutcheon up there in terms of, of like his, yeah. his, his actual approach at the plate. Um, so yeah. Love what I'm seeing from him so far. I think everybody loves what they're seeing from him. Um, he's going to be, he's going to be a fan favorite. Let's spin it. So we talk about Henry Davis. As uh, says here, Rosati is forever associated with Nick Gonzalez after today. So, Jim, somebody broke the news about Nick Gonzalez getting promoted today. I'm not sure who that is on this show, but one of us is. One of us broke the news about Nick Gonzalez getting promoted. Um, with that said, so Nick Gonzalez does make his debut. Everything you said about Henry Davis. Let's talk about Nick Gonzalez just a little bit. And this isn't like the harp on him either, yeah. but he looked like it was his first MLB and that's just simply different. Like again, this isn't to hate on Nick Gonzalez, but this is also more or less just to show like what you what you said about Henry Davis. Like Henry Davis looks like he belongs and he's been here. Nick Gonzalez not so much today. Uh, a couple of strikeouts that was like the worry for him. Uh, I know we've been kind of hard on Nick Gonzalez because of the strikeout rate. Like especially this year, you know, years past, it's been there's we have faith in Nick Gonzalez. Like he, he's a talented player. Injury was a lot of his issues, and you know, like after his injury spell, in the second half of the year, he comes back, and you you end the year and saying, you know what, he's fine. And then the next year starts, he comes off slow, gets injured, continues to be slow, is out for some time, comes back, and looks fine. And this year, there's no injury to like give him an excuse, right? Strikeout rate over 35 percent at a point of time, uh, that has come down a lot. And they, just in the month of June, his strikeout rate and, and his K rate and walk rate are essentially the same, like right at 20 percent. He's hitting, doing a lot better. So, like, his call-up to me warranted. This wasn't just, hey, our middle infielders are terrible and let's call up Nick Gonzalez and see what happens. He, he's earned it at this point. So he comes up today. Again, though, didn't look too good today. Also, Jesus Lazardo on the mound. It's a tough matchup. But I don't know. What are your thoughts? What have you seen today? Um, I mean, the, the, the swing and miss stuff isn't a – a uh, secret to really anyone who's been following Nick Gonzalez. Um, that's like, if there's, if there's a gap in his game, that's it. Right. So you saw that the first two at bats, you know, pretty, pretty quick at bats against a guy with pretty electric stuff. Uh, I think he saw seven pitches in his first two at bats with two strikeouts. So, you know, kind of yeah. like a welcome to the big leagues moment. Um, the, the, the way Henry Davis has kind of hit the ground running and adjusted to big league pitching and, and all that Nick Gonzalez has kind of shown throughout his progression through the minors that, you know, you mentioned it before he, you know, in Greensboro, even when he first started there, took him a while to get going. Altoona took him a while to get going. Triple H took him a while to get going. So I think with Gonzalez, you're just going to have to be patient He's going to he's going to swing and miss. It's just kind of who he is right now. Um, he did cut down on that in the past month and a half or so, mm-hmm. but it's still a higher you know swing and miss rate than than you would prefer him to have for sure. Now Especially here's the guy. Thing. 
Yeah. He was told, like we were told, right? Like, this guy could yeah. contend for a batting title. So I think that's, that's just not... what, yeah, I think that's just what Pirates fans need to kind of reset expectations. Like when he was drafted, yeah, like those words were thrown around. He hasn't been that. And he hasn't really shown that at any of the levels of the minor leagues. But what he has shown is an ability to adjust. And he's shown that an ability to, despite the contact rate, still put up pretty darn good numbers everywhere that he's been. Uh, so I think, I think Gonzalez is someone I want to see him. I want to see him get like an extended look because like right now you got to kind of figure out, you know, is, is Nick Gonzalez part of your future? You might as well find out now. Um, so like, let's, let's see him quite a bit and see if he can adjust to major league pitching. Like I said, the strikeouts are always going to be there, but one thing he has going for him is, when he does make contact, he's good at getting that barrel to the ball, and he's good at making loud contact, hard contact, and the launch angle that you want to see on hard-hit balls. Like, when he makes contact, good things happen. So he's a guy, I think he'll have a relatively high BABIP, um, but I think we're just going to have to be a little more patient with him than we've been with somebody like Davis. Yep. I think that's totally fair. Um, not to go too deep into that, but like you're right in the sense of finding out what he is. There, there's a ton of middle infielders, but there's no, it's kind of like a, the outfielder situation, which just stinks because that's kind of like the team overall. <laughs> but no one's like really stepping up. There's a lot of infielders, but no one's making a mark. Castro certainly really isn't. Bay certainly isn't. Marcano came up looking solid and he's really struggled. Of course, tonight he'd had a big hit, you know? So like, no, no one's sitting there saying, Hey, I've supplemented, I've supplanted this position. Shortstop's mine. Second base is mine. So if they're not doing it, Nick Gonzalez is here. So either that lights a fire under your ass and you do it or not. And Nick Gonzalez stays here, but I'm with you too. Like maybe I need to take a step back too, because I've been leaning towards, and I'm not saying I've wrote him off, right? But I'm leaning towards, I'm not sure if Nick Gonzalez is going to be that guy. But because of the adjustments he's made this year and the previous history he's had, it's making me like kind of rethink it too. Like maybe he's just like a, a very, very slow starter, or maybe he's just very slow to adjust. But once he does, he hits his stride and he'll be okay. So maybe he will be okay. It's going to be some time to adjust here. But like you said, with that, you're going to have to be patient, which means he's going to have to have quite a bit of at-bats. And I'm not sure if they're going to do that with him or not this year. We'll find out. But I guess to pre-warn people, if he's batting 190 or 160, like in the middle or end of July. You don't want to see I, that. You don't, but like, <laughs> like no, I mean, I feel like we could be seeing that. That would be but next year. He still could end up being a fine player. If he's batting 160 at the end of the July, that's, that's, that's not what you want to see. No, um, I'm not, but I'm yeah. saying he has the potential of doing that. But also with that, having the potential of turning out and being okay. That's again, that's just how I feel. Uh, if yeah. he is, I'm not saying he's going to be a bust because this is kind of like what he does. Yeah, I think it's like I said, it's time to find out who he is. Um, and like I, said, I don't know if he's going to be up just for when Reynolds is on the IL and then he goes back down, or if you know he can can play a few good games. Reynolds comes up and then maybe Bay's the one to go down or Marcano because Marcano's not really getting the job done either. But yeah, I mean, the fact remains, I, I, I really want to see an extended look at him and just see how he can handle major league pitching. 
over a prolonged period of time. Yeah. And at the very least, he's at least gaining that experience right now. And you can send him back down to the minors. <laughs> and he not, can work on things and come not back too. again. Yeah, like if you have to send them back down, you can send them back down. He was going to have to get added to the 40-man anyways at the end of the season. So there was there was that. But, uh, yeah, I, I would like to see them give him quite a bit of a long leash here for the time being. With him already being here? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Um, so outside of that, just to talk, I mean, yeah, Henry Davis had two hits, only one with multiple hits. The team did have 10 strikeouts today. Lazardo looked on point. He looked very strong. The Pirates didn't help him out. I mean, the Pirates didn't help themselves out. They looked pretty silly most of the time. But yeah, 10 mm-hmm. strikeouts, just one walk. But Tommy hitting at the very end of the ninth inning sealed the deal. They went 3-1. Uh, anything else that really stood out that you want to talk about today? Mm. No, we're going to stick with the all positive stuff, so we're not going to bring up – we're not going to bring up G1 Bay – we're not going to bring up Austin Hedges. Po- today's a today's a today's a good day, positive day. Just keep my mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess just point of note: one thing we didn't touch on, say too much. Nick Gonzalez did look at his second base. We'll just say that, right? He did. Yep. There was one play in particular where I'm not really sure what Castro was doing. He, like, we won't talk the- about that. You no. Nope. Yeah. Right. Mute, mute. Only good stuff. Only good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> so only good stuff um but yes gonzalez look good and also just to pivot to henry davis in right field like the outfield experience is looking good so far i, I don't see mm-hmm. henry davis can't play the outfield yet i'm not saying he can yet but i'm not saying i'm not seeing the henry davis can't play outfield like there's no spot on him on the field for henry davis he's looked we saw some highlights in the minors right now that he's here in the majors he's looked pretty confident yeah, he looked good. Uh, there was one particular throw that he made into the infield that I'm not really sure what he was doing. I think he wasn't sure where he was going to throw the ball. But no, I, I mean, overall, I thought the defense played fine outside that one little thing that Castro was doing. But again, we won. Pirates won. We're good. Catch Buggo fever again. Let's go. Let's do it. All right, so let's get out of here. Pirates, of course, play again tomorrow. Not on Apple TV, so you all can watch. No excuses. And we'll be back tomorrow again. So we will see. Oh, and I guess one more thing to talk. I guess we don't do a whole lot of promoting anymore, it seems like. We, we failed on that. Just to kind of put it out there. So next week coming up, Jim's going to be gone. So first off, Jim's going to be gone all week. No Jim. It's going to be a good week. But we have another Jim coming on. So I guess be on the lookout. Jim Callis will be joining us. We'll be talking about the MLB draft upcoming. Skeens, Cruz, who's it going to be? So that's coming up next week. Uh, so, yeah, that just kind of finalized today. So kind of get out that out, out, get that out there for you all. So uh, next Thursday, Jim Callis will be uh, with us. Yeah, I get to miss I just want to put that out there. <laughs> no, that'll be cool. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I mean, he's – he knows his stuff when it comes to the draft. So looking forward to uh, to you guys chatting with him and me watching that later. Just break some more news. That's all. We wanted to get you some time to talk to all your sources. Tell us the ending, the ending news. I will say this. Tomorrow, we face another Louisville alumni 
Brian Hoeing. So it's and we're out of here. So we will see you guys later. Brian Hoeing tomorrow. <laughs> All right, for real though. Yeah, we out. <laughs> See you guys. Your Louisville propaganda. Bye-bye. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.